This is Think Smart with TMFG, your weekly podcast of what's newsworthy and relevant to everyday Canadians. With your host, Senior Financial Advisor Rob McClelland and Mike Conan of Asante Capital Management. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I will be discussing artificial intelligence. Is it good? Is it bad? And what the heck is Chat GPT? Mike, funny. what is Chat GPT? Well, it's funny. We had to eliminate our first podcast because we, we called it GBT rather than GPT. So this is our corrected version. Well, let's go back to uh, artificial intelligence and when we were first introduced to it. Uh, do you remember? It's just going to be before both our times, but we've all watched the movie Space Oddity 2001, right? It was that time when we watched it, and that was made in 1968, and it's based on a 1951 book, and they had the HAL 9000. And in the ship, the captain was out speaking to this computer and would give intelligent answers back. And it seemed like this unique thing at the time, but we're there now. You know, sometimes uh, these science fiction movies lead to reality. And we can actually see that uh, in our homes and from our phones and from everything else. You know, we watch shows like Star Trek and they had these characters like Data that were constantly trying to be human and learn how humans worked. And we always found those very interesting characters. But, you know, now when you're on your Apple phone and you talk to Siri, it's got some human characteristics. You, you say a joke, it's going to give you a, a humorous answer back. It's interesting, you know, so 1951, the book was written. Yeah. And here we are in 2023, 72 years later, and some of this stuff, well, I know it's, some of it's become a reality before this, but, but we're really moving forward today. I guess our fear is we've all watched Terminator too, <laughs> when, when AI takes over the world and destroys humanity. Well, isn't that the biggest concern that everyone seems to have right now? So they love the attributes of what this can and can't do. But their biggest concern is that one day the robots are going to outsmart us and turn on us. Yeah, or even replace us. I mean, the, the biggest fear in the job force right now is can AI replace humans? And in some cases, yeah, for repetitive tasks that don't need thought, yeah, they will replace humans. But I guess the big thing, is that a good thing or a bad thing? So, Well, you know, I... I like to think, you know, I've seen some of those old movies where they, you know, uh, the modern kitchen and uh, there's a stove now. And and so the stove was, understand, brand new at one point. Yeah. Fridges were brand new. Um, dishwashers, everything used to be washed by hand. That's how I grew up. And even at the cottage, washing clothes, we had a ringer and you had to crank it. There was no washing machine. You, you watch the early films on uh, the Ford assembly line and you watch what happened at that time. And there was lineups of workers and cars would go down and they all had these jobs of, you know, putting in the one boat and then not and then go to the next person. He put in the next boat. And that's all been replaced now. This is all done by computers. But would you really still want those jobs to exist where someone had to sit down there with putting one boat on one lug for the rest of their life? So sometimes I think the advancements, even though they may have lost jobs in the past, they weren't great jobs. And hopefully the people's grandsons that were originally putting boats on wheels are now doing something more productive to advance society. 
So let's talk a little bit more about, you know, this whole chat GPT. What is it? What does it mean? And what do we think the impact is going to be? And no one really knows the true answer to this, but we can talk a little bit about it. About You know, I was at a conference down in, in Florida, a U.S. conference for financial advisors. And a lot of the discussion was the role it's going to play and the impact it's going to have in the industry. So let's talk. What is it, Mike? So it's called Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, right? And what it does is the computer actually plays a game to find the most likely next word in a sentence. So what we have now is we have the internet. It has every novel, every essay, every book ever written is available for the computer to search. And if it puts a line in and says, Jack and Joe and up the, right? And it, it's got to come up with the next word. And before a computer would have no idea. We know it's going to be Hill, right? Because we're used to that. But now the computer goes and starts to run tests on everything that's been written over time and finds out the most likely next word after Jack and Jill went up the, and it's going to say, in all, all the things they've read and all the information, the most likely next word will be Hill. And that's how it memorizes that then. So it knows that series, it can predict the next word in a sentence. So the thing is, it isn't really intelligence because the key problem with uh, ChatGPT is it can predict the next word, but it doesn't know if it's right or wrong. So it can't distinguish wrong information from right information. And we were on a plane, we were in a magazine article, and I was discussing that, you know, there's all these articles that Trump wrote that said Obama was not born in, uh, in the U.S., right? And we sort of know it's all the propaganda and stuff. But obviously, uh, we know Obama was born in the U.S. But along the way, the computer cannot distinguish what was put out by the other people that say he's not born in the U.S. from the people that say he's born in the U.S. Because it's all just information. It's right. not right information or and, wrong information. We know information. the U.S. was pretty divided at election time on this stuff. It's pretty close to 50-50. So the computer doesn't know which part of the 50 to believe is, is, is the truth. Yeah. So that's one of the real problems with AI. Uh, AI has been heavily funded by a company. Uh, Microsoft's been fu funded a company called OpenAI, and that's the main developer of uh, ChatGPT. Uh, the good thing is other co companies are forming the same type of thing. So it's not going to be a uh, ChatGPT is going to be the, the start of it, but there will be a million other solutions to do a similar type of thing. Um, so, you know, the only thing that's going on and what most people hear about is in schools, it's creating a bit of a disaster because when we had to write essays and things like that, we used to have to go do research. You can now go to this chat GPT and say, uh, can you write me an essay on Napoleon, uh, and how he affected France in a good way and add some humor to it and make it, uh, 10,000 words. And in 30 seconds, you have a 10,000-word essay that matches everything that you said, uh, which is a bit scary uh, uh, from a teacher point of view. But again, you know, we used to have to do math by hand, and we have a calculator now. It doesn't mean that people don't understand math anymore. People are still doing math. They just have a calculator to do the process. So when you look at something like that, my first thought is, okay, this is going to be part of our future. It's not going away. So we would rather the children in school get educated in how to deal with this. Yeah. And this is going to be at their disposal. 
That doesn't mean, and it, and it may be at the disposable of, of 80-year-olds as well, but the 15-year-olds, the it's going to be at their disposal for their lifetime, and they're going to understand it far better than anyone else. Like, seriously, when was the last time you did long division? Like, like we know how to do it. I, I think I can remember how to do right. it, but when was the last time you did it? You have a calculator, you use that, it comes up with that. Um, I did an interesting thing. I went to uh, chat GPT and asked uh, uh, an answer to how, how can chat GPT uh, be used in finance? And it gave me an answer back. And again, the answer was very good. And again, the good part about it is I know what it can do, but it gave me some ideas I never thought about before. You know, they said fraud detection. The AI is great for fraud detection. You find that with your credit card. You know, it's not perfect, but you've had your comp card compromised. I've had my card compromised. You usually get called pretty quick. Yeah. Within within one or two transactions, there you go, that's not a normal transaction for Rob McClellan. Now think, would that be possible with people to go through every statement as it happens to find out as soon as you have a weird transaction, right? That's something that AI is adding. You'd almost need a person based on per, 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 per person, yeah. right? Or maybe their only individual could handle 10 people. Yeah. But you've got computers in place that can handle it all. Yeah. Risk assessment, very good at risk assessment because it can run numbers very quickly, right? It has the ability to constantly analyze numbers. Uh, you know, this is the one I'm always uh, not crazy about, customer service. I've yet to find AI help me much on customer service. But I guess it's moving forward. It will eventually get there. Um, Maybe it solves the problem. Maybe because right now the customer service has in most industries, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, it's gone out the window. And this whole phone game that you got to play a computer game to get to, to try and talk to a human, because rarely do you get the answer you want when you call and start using AI. All I want is an answer. The only way to get the answer is typically a human being today. Yep. Unless I want something as simple as an account balance. Well, if I wanted the account balance, I wouldn't have called in. I would have just gone online to see the account balance. They also came back and they said, uh, you know, trading, doing stock trades and bond trades where AI can be useful. But AI has been used in that for many, many years. Uh, there used to be for arbitrage trades and things like that for currency. Um, that's been going on for a long period of time now. Uh, they've always had computer programs that would find uh, small differences in exchanges and try to try to trade around those to uh, to make money. So that's been going on a long time. Uh, credit scoring. That's another great one. You know, we all have a credit rating. We all go to take a look at that. And AI is very good at uh, coming up with the credit ratings. They can see potentially what goes on with uh, if people are missing certain bills. They can see if you continue to miss your hydro bill, that may lead to a good chance of you default on your mortgage. And they see which bills that you're missing will go lead to defaults later on. So it's interesting. So you mean we're going to get away from that Oh, well, the bank manager likes me. He'll give me a loan. AI is going to say, no, this this is, don't loan the money or do loan the money. Here, here's the risk score. Yep. There's no questions asked. It's not, a, it's not a debate anymore. Yep. Again, fraud prevention. Again, it can, uh, it can detect things that uh, humans can't detect because uh, they, the, they see trends. And trends are sometimes, humans uh, can see trends, but sometimes it's too late. They can identify them early on. Mike, one of the concerns that always comes up is, is, you know, we use the term big brother is watching. 
and, and cameras everywhere, technology controlling things. A lot of people in some countries, rightly so, are worried about their governments. Um, we're lucky we're in Canada and North America. I don't have those same concerns. I do understand that I'm probably being filmed wherever I go. And so, yeah, you need to be on your best behavior. But that's probably a good thing, I think, for most. Yep. Um, it is a big concern, and I know... I'll have clients who will say to me, well, I don't want to invest in any of these companies that are involved in any of this. What is your thought to that? I think you have to be because that that is the future. I, I mean, I ask the question, you know, do you think our jobs are in danger because of AI? Are you fearful of AI in any way? I'll be honest, I'm not. And the the one thing... If a computer tells you you've got nothing to worry about, that's very different than a human being telling you you've got nothing to worry about. And, and we, at the end of the day, we're a social species. You can't, I guess you could live your life alone with your computer and never step outside and never talk to anyone. Um, that's a different life. It, it was interesting this morning, I... Um, we're in early June, and we know the bulk of the country and some of the U.S. is blanketed by smoke. For the first time today, I did my morning walk. I was out for 40 minutes. I did not see a single person walking other than kids going to school. And normally, I would pass 20 to 40 people. Yep. Not a single person was out walking. I was stunned. It was like we were back at the beginning of COVID again. But that's not normal. Humans want to be out socializing. That is much more normal. And so computers aren't going to, they, won't, they won't take that away from us. People want to communicate with an advisor. They want to do what ifs. They want someone to calm them down or to get them excited about something. I think the key is advisors have to embrace AI and they have to use it because it is going to make, it will make us better advisors. There is no doubt about it. Even me, doing some research on AI has made me a better advisor. I understand it a bit more. I, I don't understand how it works. I'm not a computer guy, but I get the concept of what it, its limitations are. And I think there's some great aspects to it too. I think it will help us tremendously in terms of content, providing better education to our clients. The, the podcasts, the videos, the uh, newsletter, can be better researched, have better details. It'll have items that we hadn't thought of personally that can be added to the content. And remember, the answer is based on the question. Someone has to ask the question, know what question to ask. And the advisor's role is to know what questions to ask. And that's always been a role, to know what questions we need to ask. So we're not worried about chat GPT. I don't think so. I think it's going to be a great tool in the future. And I think it's just uh, uh, another great advancement in what science and technology has done. It will be interesting to see where it takes us in this world. I look forward to that. That brings us to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us. If you're looking for a financial advisor, visit our website at tmfg.ca 
or call us at 905-771-5200. This episode has been brought to you by the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. You've been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.